Hi guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Heidi. And welcome to another episode of Betty Squared. Today we are looking at chapter 102, Death at a Funeral. And you know what, Heidi? I'm just kicking myself now. I never looked this up, and I know there is a movie of the same name. Hold, please. Hold. I think there's a co- I think it's been, like, redone as well. Like, I think there, it's had, like, a revamp movie as well. Reboot. Yeah, I I feel like that, too. Okay. It be a play. Uh, I don't know about the play, but... Okay, maybe not. The first version was in 2007. It was a British film called Death at a Funeral, starring um, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage? Dinklage? Dinklage. Dinklage. Oh, Dinklage. gosh, that's a tricky name. Um, let's read the synopsis right here. Chaos ensues when a man tries to expose a dark secret regarding a recently deceased patriarch of a dysfunctional British family. Okay, fairly close. And then the film was redone in 2010 uh, and starred Chris Rock, Martin Lawrence, Loretta Devine, and Peter Drinklage. J- Drinkage. Drink did. That dude. Dink. Dinklage. 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 Okay, so he was he was in both versions. Oh, and it was by Neil LeBute, who is a playwright. There you go. Look at this. What a small, fun little world. Um, I apologize for not doing my homework. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it sounds very similar to the episode that we saw this week. Yeah. I mean, that's about spot on. I'm just going to put it out there. I hated this episode. Uh, oh. Like, hated. Hated this episode. Strong feelings. And, uh, no, I just, I just needed to get that, just get that out so that anything that follows, you're aware that, you know, it's precedented by my, my disdain for this episode. Um, yeah. But, um, Oh, now I've lost my my train of thought. You hate it, but... I hate it, but... (laughs) But, or also... As well as, in addition to... um, Nope, I forgot where I'm going. Hey, welcome to my life of working 60 hours and uh, my brain stopping to work. Oh, wait, no, now I remember. I hate it. I hated it the first time, and I hated it the second time when I watched it to take notes. That is all. Got it. (laughs) I didn't have... I didn't have super strong feelings about it. It was an episode. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's just dive in. And I mean, it's funny that it's so like middling when like a lot happened. A lot <laughs> like, does happen. Well, yeah. Let's just, <laughs> I guess it's just not good. <laughs> it just felt like another one of those silly filler episodes you know, when like it's not. So why does it feel like a filler episode, right? It, it, I, I just think it's weird with like a, such a jam-packed episode. Like Archie was kidnapped, and like there's a super dog, and we learn about Jughead's power, and like it's a funeral of a major vis- villain, and like seems to be pretty legit. Although I'll never trust anything until you know the show's over. Okay, and he so return. let's start there because that was the first thing I thought. Now, last week you and I were talking and you're like, "No, I don't think he's really dead." And I'm like, "No, Heidi, I feel like Riverdale <laughs> is just the kind of show that would write a that character would do off. This horrible, horrible, horrible like to the show." Now, when the episode started, I obviously knew we were coming into a funeral episode because I caught the trailer uh, when I watched it last week live. And then also the name of the episode is suggests there's a funeral of some kind. So yeah. I came into this episode knowing what to expect. And then I looked at the credits, the opening, and it said Mark Consuelos. And I'm like, ah, Heidi was right. He is back this episode like he's not dead um but for all intents and all intents and purposes he is dead yeah i mean if that's the if that if he's really dead because like i said i i i don't care like at the end of the day like if hiram's gone i'm happy so i'm not like gonna 
fall on the sword or anything, but like, I don't trust it. <laughs> I'll never trust it. I just, I can't trust television shows. Um, and, but if he is dead, wow, so bad. Like, it's such a bad ending. Like, I wish they had just, because him walking off at the end of the, like, last season. Right. And him walking off and then the explosion and then him driving away and looking smug. Like, the mystery of Hiram Lodge just being out there but like untouchable it would is more interesting to me like if if instead the storyline was like yeah maybe veronica hires a hitman but he's like no he's nowhere i can't find him like he's like and then it's just like this yeah he's just like completely off the grid like that kind of would have been interesting and then because i also think veronica could have gotten to the same place that she got to this episode with that if like towards the end of the season which would also have more payoff if like her thing is like she's looking for him she's looking for him she's looking for him to get revenge but then by the end she's like i just wish i could see my dad again right because he's always gonna be my daddy kids (laughs) so gross (laughs) she could have gotten to the same place we could have the same montage and maybe even the same voiceover with him just saying like you're not gonna see me again right so what did you actually think of the whole i we're jumping to the end again like we normally do what did you think (laughs) of veronica's eulogy i mean i think i think it's fine i think it was fine i think it made sense i think it's very true that people are like even the worst of the worst people in the world have people who love them. Right. And, like, it's okay to feel multiple ways about a person because we are layered human beings who have many, you know, different... We can feel a million things at once. And, you know, people are just as layered as those feelings. So to have, like, a... To have a... Because I get that. Like, not to the same extreme, but, like... I love my parents, but, like, they've done shit to me that has traumatized me. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, you know, but, yeah. I don't know. It's, it was very real. See, I I don't know. I understood what she was saying, but I didn't feel like it was brilliant acting. I didn't feel like she was really selling it. Uh, the fact I've never ever heard her call Hiram Daddikins. Um, it, it was always, it was always daddy. Um, it just, yeah. She did call him that, just not a lot. I do remember her calling him that, but it was just not a lot, especially as we got more into it. Like, how she, how can she call him Daddykins when he's, like, trying to murder her boyfriend and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But, like, she did occasionally. But I agree. It's it's not, like, I wasn't, like, profoundly moved. But I was like, no. this makes sense. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, it was okay. It, it, the whole thing was very strange to me because she's literally confessed to planning her father's death. And no one is batting an eye. Like, it really... Maybe that's why I didn't like this episode so much, because, like, Hermione couldn't give two shits. And then when uh, Veronica actually tells Hermione what... Hermione's killed a man with her own two hands, so she has no room to talk. Right, but it was it was just like... Oh, it was like, oh, yes, I did wonder if you had anything to do with it. I'm sorry. Casual. Give your daughter the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, like, oh, and then she's recording the funeral on her phone. Like, I really, I've never disliked Hermione until this episode. Um, I mean, I know we don't see her that much or anything like that, but, like, I just, look, since we're talking about the whole Veronica thing, let's just, let's stay on her until we're we're done there, because... Until we feel finished with her. I mean, I already do, to be completely honest, because I just, I hated it. I hated it. I, there was no remorse. The remorse that was there wasn't enough, like wasn't, um, either script. From Veronica? Yes. Scripted, Mm. directed, acted. There was just, it, it was not believable. The reactions of everybody else around her, Reggie and her mom, and then even, um, her Abuelita's like assistant, none Mm -hmm. of them, none of them 
reacted the way they should have. And I just, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. I kind of don't agree that it wasn't, well, I, I don't remember specifically about the eulogy, but ever since, ever since we found out that the hit went through, Veronica's, like, been near tears in every conversation, and, like, you can see her holding it back, like, every time she's on camera from that point. And in this episode as well, like, in so many of her communications, she's, like, like, you can see that she is so upset and, like, holding it back. I don't know specifically about the eulogy. I can't remember too many specifics from it, because, I, like I said, it was just, like, meh. But I don't necessarily agree that, that, is it Camilla or Camille? Camilla. Camilla. I Camilla. think they call her Cammy. Yeah. I, I think that there were some good moments of the grief from her, because that grief was what made me go, like, yeah, I mean, everyone, it's Riverdale anyway, so everyone's gonna blow off, you know, that she hired a hitman and whatever anyway, but, like, even if they didn't, like, I really wouldn't want her to be going through some sort of external punishment, because she's doing it to herself, like, right now. Like, she's, she's feeling what she did in a way that, like, Hiram and Hermione never did when they hired hits or killed people themselves, like... So I don't know. I saw those aspects, but they were kind of in the quiet moments before she spoke. Maybe didn't read as much because of the script. Maybe. And I don't, like I said, don't remember because it was just so meh. So meh. But yeah, I think I, I want to give her, me, some credit because I think that she handled certain aspects of the grief pretty well. Um, and that's also why I was like, yeah, I, Reggie should just forgive her because like, it's exactly what he said. I think his line about it was kind of perfect. He was like, I never understood your relationship with your dad. So why should I judge you right now about it? Because I never understood it anyway. And I was like, that's kind of a little profound. For like, Reggie, anyway. <laughs> for Reggie. Like, yeah, if you don't understand someone's relationship with their parent, how can you judge it? Right. I would, ha I would hate for someone, I've hated in the past where people have judged me for the things I do and the you know, things I say and how I interact with my parents because they don't get the full story. Right. Like, they just, you just don't get it. And but would you hire somebody to go no. and kill your parents? But that's not, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, I don't know. I just think this whole, like, it, it just yeah. feels off. Like, there's something it's, missing. It's bad. No, no, no. But it's there, bad. No, not like, oh, don't go out and murder. It's more, it, it's it's deeper no, than that. No, go ahead and there, do that. No, don't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's, there's something missing to this equation. And I think, I think it's grief. Or at least the reactions of shock and disappointment or just shock i'll take just shock from anybody the mom's like yeah, yeah i had a feeling you did this what and reggie okay that was pretty profound for him but still not the reaction you should be giving when your girlfriend or daughter well, she, says he did know like beforehand I would if my like she husband, discussed it with him. If my husband came to me and said, "Jess, I've arranged a hit to go out on my parents," I, your husband is not Veronica Lodge and is not all like a mafia princess anyway. You know what I mean? I just don't like it, Heidi. I just didn't like I it. I think we would have gotten. I and I hear you. I totally get that. I think we would have gotten the reactions you're looking for out of like Jughead or. Betty or Archie, like, would have given those sort of, like, reactions. But, like, they weren't really involved in that storyline. No, and that's the thing. You know, Veronica gets up at the um, at the, the town hall meeting or town council meeting and says, look. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does She's do like, that. I know, you know, you guys are, like, not a fan of his, <laughs> rightly so. He's dead. Um... And we're holding a memorial. And then Tabitha's like, any other business? Anyway. <laughs> and yes, we had that tiny, tiny, like, two-second scene where Archie's like, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay. But then, like 
like Veronica says, none of them went to the funeral. Now, no, I think I would have because that's still not knowing what I know. That is my friend who had a very complicated relationship with her father who has just lost him. Like, yeah. And then Veronica says something like, um, I guess they were all busy. <laughs> I mean, yes, they were. I guess. <laughs> but like, okay, maybe Betty and maybe Archie. Sure. Literally getting kidnapped and fighting off a serial killer. Then maybe Jughead and Tabitha could have gone. I mean, what's the point of Jug going? He's deaf. He can't hear it anyway. He's there to support his friend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That that cut that out. That was a horrible thing to say. Oh, I don't really mean it. I was being facetious. I was being facetious. Shame, shame. I know your name. <laughs> well, we know that Jug and Jug and Veronica aren't friends anyway. They're like right. not friends. <laughs> also, did you but, think yeah. it was weird that Veronica said, and I wrote it down because I was like, what? Uh, in her eulogy, she goes, you know, for the unforgivable things he did, blah, blah, blah. Um, especially to my lover at the time, Archie Andrews. Okay, do we need to, first of all, do we need to call him a lover? And second of all, why are we naming your ex-boyfriend in front of your current boyfriend at your father's funeral? Like, pull it in, Veronica. I mean, it's not like it's a secret. Reggie was there. Reggie knows. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. I hate this episode. Is there anything else? <laughs> oh, wait. I do have a big thing um, about Veronica. A plot hole. A massive plot hole. Or story story caveat or whatever you want to call it. So, before our little five episode um, special event, we had Veronica go to the council and ask for permission for the casino. Mm-hmm. Right? They said no. Mm -hmm. She told Reggie they were doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. But during this episode, the Real Housewives, or whatever you want to talk about, filmed inside the casino, Hermione oh, and yeah. Veronica, like, parting ways. Also, I'm pretty sure, I might be wrong, though, didn't Veronica say we're having a memorial at the casino? I think so. I think they just, I think that that's dropped, that it wasn't allowed. Okay, so the casino is up and running and everything is good then, huh? Yeah. yeah great. No issues. Great. Great. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Ooh. Um, yeah. Great. All right. I hate this episode. I hate oh, this man. Episode. Should, do you have anything else about Veronica or, or should we, can we move, move I on? I have one that? last thing and then we can move on. I'm going to read okay. this verbatim. What the actual fuck? The conversation between Hermione and Veronica. Are we just not going to address the fact that of what Veronica did? So that's about the conversation that they have um, at the kitchen table about Hiram's passing. And then for like Hermione is like, I always feared you loved your father more. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, she like just turned the whole thing about her. Oh my god. Okay, that's it. I'm done. I freaking hate this episode so much. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, where do we go from here? Which part did you hate less or more? Um did you hate that the most or was there more hate? No, like there was another storyline. So much more hate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> On a should we rate which storyline you hated the most to least at the end? That can be our new rating system. <laughs> oh, no, I just hated it all because, God, I was like, oh, wait, I didn't write any notes about Cheryl. And I was like, because I hated all of that. And then I was like, oh, I didn't write anything about oh. um, about um, uh, Tony. Oh, because I hated that. <laughs> I guess the bit that I hated the least was the reveal of BTK. I thought that was really cool. Oh. I hated that oh, the really? least. I didn't like that. Okay, great. So let's just stop here. And <laughs> 20 minutes in, that's it. That's the episode. Come back Bye, fresh guys. next week. <laughs> <sighs> I thought you were going to say the thing you hated the least was Jughead's power. No, I hated that. 
But I did write a... You hated it? I did write a note about it. Okay. Uh, Heidi, you called it. That's what I wrote. (laughs) I was like, I liked it because I got it right. So it was... I mean... I'm glad something happened because I felt so insanely bad for him that, yeah. like, he got the crap and everybody else gets these awesome superpowers. Um, yeah. One thing that I did note that I thought was very funny was if you remember episode 101, the, you know, the comeback or kind of like the start of the new season after the five um, episodes Jughead says he can't go to the hospital because he's he doesn't have insurance and he can't afford it. Yeah. So how's he going to infor- afford these uh, implants that he's going to get in six months' time to fix his hearing? Hmm. 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 It's a really good question. I'm so over these plot holes. I can't. I can't. <sighs> Heidi. Heidi, I want to punch things. <laughs> I want to punch things, and I am not a violent person. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> What you don't know, you don't know about me not being a violent person? Excuse you, rude. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, so talk yeah, to me. No. Then. Talk to me about what you enjoyed about the the Jughead superpower. Oh, I just story. liked that I was right. <laughs> and <same. laughs> and and I, I I liked the reveal because it got to all the way to the end of the episode and like he had like started to come to terms with things, which is of course like exactly the moment that you know, the reveal, like, it happens, of course. Um, I thought they could have done it better. Like, I wish, like, I mean, I guess it's, it goes into a little bit of the, like, semantics of, like, what would hearing people's thoughts sound like? Because I don't know if everyone necessarily thinks the same way. They also don't think concisely like that. Like, I know myself when I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Oh, and this and that and okay. What about that? Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not. Ooh, did I, th- I lock the door? Yeah, I thought it was weird that Tabitha wasn't like. Why did he know that? Like, didn't think it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she would have thought the response of like. What? Yeah. <laughs> like something like that. But uh, but otherwise, I think it's fine. I thought his storyline overall was fine as well. Definitely, that was what was the filler, right? Because that's what got us to the like the like real plot point about Jughead. The rest has kind of been like just a little bit of like a, a tease. But but you know, that was kind of it. Yeah, I understand <laughs> about Jughead. I mean, um, yeah, it was. Obviously, we're going to see more. Obviously, we, mm-hmm. we have to wait um, for the next episode. But, yeah. So, do you have any more fun facts to add to the Jughead storyline? No. You know, just more of Jug living my nightmare. Um, so, that that's really fun, and I'm glad that that's over. The only <laughs> other thing that I had to write that I had to write, sorry, the word that I've written down is write, so that's why I said it, uh, because I was looking at it. The only other thing I wanted to mention was I thought he lists at the beginning the things that he can still do, and I thought the Mm. order in which he put them in and what he referenced was quite funny. (laughs) So he only named three things. He said he could still write, eat hamburgers, and kiss Tabitha. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know it's the order of importance for sure i was like oh thank goodness thank goodness you have those top three, three things but his That's poor it. girlfriend is last i mean oh, she knows she probably because she's too good for him it's okay she's gonna leave him <laughs> um for bigger and better yeah. things and then yeah it's yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. wonderful so let's come away from jughead then I have nothing on Cheryl, but if you would like to talk about... Do you mean Abigail? Oh. Say her name. <sighs> once again, once again, we are hit with the issue of Cheryl having always spoken Old English. Yes. So, <laughs> so that Abigail is like sl- very slightly... She is very much more like... She adds a thy in... Every now and again. A twas. Yeah. It's... 
It's interesting because ever since you said last episode that, um, you know, your comparison of um, the actress that plays Clark on the, mm. what is it, the 100. 100? I was like, the 4,000? That's always the like, 4, that's another one. Um, <laughs> I, I've been looking at um, Madeline's performance, like a little bit closer than I normally would. And yeah, her, there's no shift. No, it's really not different. That being said, though, like, really not different, um, which is, we know she can do it. So I think it's a directorial problem or a writing problem. Right. Like, there is, we, there is not enough of a difference in Ab- in Abigail's character, which is, I don't think, Madeline's fault. Like, I just, I don't blame her. Because we also know she can do it, because she did it before with Poppy. Right, yeah, she... Poppy was so and different. And she was great at that. Yeah, yeah. I... So we know it's not her. Yeah, we know it's not her. She's trapped in the mirror or wherever. Which was kind of cool. Um, we also got that, like, you're about to say that it, that it wasn't cool. You didn't like no, it. No, I'm just, I'm again, I'm confused. Like, Archie has superpowers. Betty can, like, sense evil. You know, Cheryl is Abigail. Like, we've taken this supernatural twist, but I'm wait- I'm waiting for it to go away. I'm waiting for yeah. them to explain it away because... Is it a gas leak? Probably. Like, what's happening? I don't because know. It, because at first, when it's... So when it's just Archie and Betty, it's like, okay, explosion caused something bad. Right. To happen to just the two of them. So they're kind of, like, off. But it's it's not just... It's everybody. Because it's also... All the people that they're interacting with not and being aware of it, and then Jughead, and then now Abigail. It's also not just Abigail, it's also Nana Rose, and it's also Britta, because she's saying it too. So it's like, a gas leak? <laughs> like, town-wide? I don't What's know. What's going on? Is Riverdale going to be quarantined? Uh, I'm curious. I will say, though, that Abigail will first. As soon as she sees Tony, and it is like... Thomas Thomason or whatever Thomas Thomason Thomasina. Oh, I was watching a, a thing about the the Vivich the other day, and she's Thomas Thomason or something like okay. that. Okay, um, so that's that's where that mix up came in. But um, as soon as she sees Tony, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, my lover," um, I just thought it was absolutely hilarious that she was just such a simp for Tony, and also a badass witch, like. The moment that I wrote that was after she, because Dana Rose, I thought the storyline was just so funny because it's just so wild. Because right at the beginning, Nana Rose is just like, yeah, and she's possessed by the spirit of Abigail. And this was exactly my plan. Like, she's she evil. says it to Britta. She's pretty evil. So then when she get locks in the dungeon, which, of course, and yes, and it's like all epic and like the like wind blows out around mm-hmm. Abigail. I was like, ooh, I'm into that. Um... So I like Abigail so far. Is she different than Cheryl? Not a bit. Do I care? <laughs> Not a bit. I don't really care. Well, yeah. I'm kind of into it. I just didn't write anything down about it because it bored me. Yeah. See, I'm having fun with it. I'm just letting myself have fun with it because it's so ridiculous. Um, I did also think that Britta, I can't remember what it looks like now. But in the very beginning of the episode, it was my first note. I wrote, I love Britta's whole look. I don't remember what she was wearing. Oh, oh, oh I do. It was, it was like, frilly, large collar, like, coming out of, like, a sweater. And then I think she had her hair in cool braids and stuff. Yeah, she always has she awesome always looks braids. She so cute. Oh, my God. Awesome. She's looking good. Um, what I struggle with with Britta is who she is or who she was when we first met her. She wanted to play football. She wanted to, you know, she was there and she, she, she's now turned into this little like prim and proper little lady, which I don't think she really was. So yeah. I mean, I think football season's not, I don't know. I'm kidding. (laughs) She's always going to like football. No, no, that's, I guess that's true. I don't know. As someone who doesn't like football, I know I, I can't relate. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know what you mean. Uh, and yeah, she's just kind of Cheryl's minion now. Mm. But 
that happens to kids, though. I, I can definitely understand that happening because, you know, sometimes, especially when you're, like, young, you kind of just take on the personality of the person you're closest to. So she kind of, and Cheryl's kind of like her savior. Yeah. So, so maybe when she starts finding herself again, she'll come back to the sports. We'll see. I don't think anybody's we'll finding their, their selves at the moment. No, pretty sure not. So what did you like about TBK? Um, You said you liked the reveal. I did like the reveal. I, I did not expect it. In the slightest, um, yeah. I I wasn't expecting a reveal for a very long time, and I I was still hell bent on the fact that TBK was somebody we know. I do have a new theory, but I'll get to that in a minute um, because I do mm. think that somebody is helping him, and I think I know who. But Ooh. yeah, I'll, I'll I'll come back to that. So what did I like? It's not Glenn. <laughs> not Glenn. Oh, Glenn. So when he did, I really liked the scene where um, Betty was asleep at the FBI headquarters and he was like stroking her and then the camera pulls back and it's Glenn's hand. I was like, oh. that was a good horror moment. That really like, that was. was good. That really was. Um, I'm glad that Glenn's dead. Um, that was also a great moment. Um, yeah. We got that last. We got that last time, but you know the fact that little bits of him are turning up everywhere is kind of funny, and they all look so fake. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I I just liked it. I just really wasn't expecting the reveal, and yeah. when the reveal came, like when oh god, I didn't even remember what his name is. The 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 guy that is TBK. I can't remember. Dennis. Dennis. I can't remember. I, I was going to say, yeah. Wait. Dennis. Isn't TBK Dennis Raider? I don't know. Isn't that the name of TBK? I don't know. What, you mean in real life? Yeah. Yeah. T, uh, yeah. The real TBK? T, is it TPK? It's, oh, it's gosh, something else. I don't know. Do you want to have a look at it? I'm going to look up Dennis Raider. I think his I think that's what his name is. Okay. Well, that might be uh, another little why connection to the real world and why, yeah, why he's named that. But BTK. BTK. That's... Okay. But yeah, it's Dennis Rader. Crazy. Well, we should have put two and two together, Heidi. I thought it was familiar. And there we go. It is. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a really good catching me off guard. I did not expect that guy, like when he was showing the palladium that he found and blah, 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 blah. I did not expect that to be the guy that we have been talking about for, you know, a season and a half now. So yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Um, my theory is that I think Agent Lynn, who is the female um, Asian oh. presenting uh, FBI yeah. agent, she's got something to do with it. She's she's too like all up in Betty's business all of a sudden. That's sad. I like her. I do too. I do too. I love the fact that we've got an actor um, with diversity and, you know, she's in this powerful position. I love that. But she's come out of nowhere. And she's she's just a little too helpful. Mm. And I really, really need a win. I really need to get one of these theories correct. You have before. When? About what? You did. I remember, but I don't remember what it oh, was. Oh, yeah, did. it was a couple of couple of episodes ago. I'm gonna have to go back and re-listen to what we recorded. But but any but yeah, that's a I, I I'd be into that theory. I didn't enjoy it, and here's why. <laughs> Let me pulls out a list of like a hundred, a <laughs> hundred things. I was just like, "What is the reason?" I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't have. I didn't feel the same like uh, gratification in the moment. Like the su- it was surprising, but I was like, "Oh, okay." Like maybe if we had, but it's like hard because if we if they had brought in that new character and he was just like this like, new background character. I guess I probably would have gotten s- suspicious over time of him. 
I don't know. I didn't love it. I don't know if there's a bigger reason. I don't know if there's like more to that thought. I think that's kind of just it. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I I I get I get that after interacting with Betty, someone could become obsessed. I get that. <laughs> so it tracks that he's like obsessed with her now. I'd like to know um, why though. Like I need a bit more of the origin yeah. story, but I think we're gonna find that. I think so. Because he also didn't kill her. Like, he didn't even dismember her, like, a little bit. Like, yeah. so why didn't he do that? Because he had her for two weeks. Yeah. In that little dirt cave thing. Yeah. Dirt cave. In, like, literally, like, a wave. A wave? Yeah. Oh, my God. A wave? A cave. A well. Well. What is I got wrong you. with me, Heidi? You were all, you were, you were around it. You were just not hitting it, but you were around it. <laughs> to be fair, we're actually recording on what would be my Friday at work, and my brain is is mush. Goodness gracious me. Um. Okay, so you didn't like the TBK thing. What did you think of like everything that's going on with Betty and Archie? Because Betty's like talking about now she has to leave town, so he follows her out. And then she's going to double back and come back, which is definitely not going to work. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I'm curious to see what happens, I guess, because I don't really understand, like, Betty being gone for, like, a couple episodes, I guess, if that's happening. Or or it would I'll be fine with it if they're just doing a little time jumpy thing but also it seems weird if like this is the guy you've been wanting to catch for forever and he's in the town you're in and you have fbi backup and you know his identity now and you know his identity and you know he wants you so why don't you catch him right now because it's riverdale and they're it's so, so dumb so silly it's just so silly i will say that the best part of this episode was bingo he's a good boy and he's doing good work and I you know think what? he's a good super dog you know what though and archie even says it you good dog he well no he remembers archie uses one of his triggers this poor dog's trauma of being in these fight rings to push tbk out the out the window. Yeah, you said kill. Kill. But here's how I took that. I took that as as Bingo not just being invulner like a, a totally invulnerable dog. Like he he's obviously has superpowers and can regrow bones. But I think his superpower is also that he's smarter too. He probably is on the same level as Archie. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't even get through that joke. I started making myself laugh. Um he's on the same level you know he's he's smarter so that he so it wasn't as that he was triggered it's just that he under he understood in a way that he normally wouldn't be able to so that's my excuse for it but he was just when rg had him come back over and he was like trying to pet him with his head and he and bingo was just going all around all ex- it was just so cute oh my goodness <laughs> I just kept thinking to myself, like, if my dog came up and I was in that situation, like, I would be killed because my dog is um, a pug. And not just that, he is an ex-animal actor. So he just kind of sits and looks at you for commands. And if you said something like kill, he's just going to look at you and not understand. And that's the thing. He doesn't have the commands to be violent because he's a pug. And, like, pugs are just, like, squishy potatoes. (laughs) He's so cute. He is. I love him. Well, and just to clarify as well for anyone listening, I thought the dog was cute. In no way was any of my gushing about Archie. (laughs) Could give less of a fuck about that. I am focused on the dog, and I want that to be clear. Noted. Noted. Thank Thank you. you. Uh, The only other thing that I wrote down about the sort of, like, the Betty Archie storyline was uh, finally... We got confirmation that Frank and Archie have reinforced the house and it is now safe to be inside. Yes. But they have to wear helmets. Don't forget your helmet because if it's going to collapse, that helmet's going to save you. Well, it'll at least save your your noggin. So what, you're just going to be like a brain in a jar? 
I mean, I guess it depends, but yeah. Yeah, my husband Nar- works in not Archie. and that makes me worry about him all the time, like that something would collapse. Uh-oh. Yeah, thankfully he works mostly in like new or existing places, but mm, makes me nervous. But yeah, the way he's Definitely. like, but keep your hard hats on and he like pointed to them. I'm like, why are we being so presentational okay. about this? <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird. Safety, kids. I do have a couple of just random thoughts, um, okay. random things that I found this episode, and then I am all out of my notes. So yeah, you're yeah. you're in the same boat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one very quick note: I'm starting to find Kevin a bit insufferable. <laughs> oh, he's going to be the deputy. Yeah, but like that happened this episode. No one cares, Kevin. No one cares. He's all like, I'm going to go to Broadway. Now I'm going to stay here. Now I'm going to be the Well, he has to stay because of baby Anthony. That's why he's staying. I do have an updated baby Anthony counter for you, but I'll give that to you last. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, he was in, in this relationship, in having this baby. He deserted them. He came back. Now he's staying, like... I feel like they're doing with Kevin what they've done with Alice, where they don't Mm. know what direction to take him. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. That is all. Uh, Mm -hmm. Moving on, did you notice the product placement? Oh, do you mean Cool Ranch Doritos? Okay, now granted, they are the best flavor of Doritos. (laughs) I love them. It was so obnoxious. Can we not... Also, you're telling me that that man with those abs and those muscles eats carbs? <laughs> Sorry. You're wrong. Uh, you're so full of shit. Maybe he, like, washes it down after he's had, like, like with his protein shake, you know? I mean, he eats, like, he ca- he's one of those guys that, like, counts how many, <laughs> like, chips he could have. And then he's like... Oh, cool! That was that was my cheat of the week of the month. You're not wrong. Like he he is not eating carbs. You're lying. <laughs> You're not wrong. And also, like the pack looked so beautiful, and the, oh, the top was, so was cut off so nice. I'm like, I ain't ever bought a pack of Cool Ranch Doritos that looked like that. No, those are some fancy fucking Cool Ranch Doritos. I don't know why Riverdale does this. The other CW shows that I watch don't do product placement like this and i don't know why it's so obnoxious yeah they they really they really do it and it's not in like a cuz you can to speak of a another archie universe thing that has done product placement really well was uh was Josie and the Pussycats the movie do you remember that movie back in like the aughts like the I early aughts never <gasps> saw that oh movie. my god it, I you had need no to watch interest it in, in seeing it oh my god you need to watch it it's so good it's a classic so here's the thing about it is that it's like the movie itself is about product placement like it's a like product placement in music and like um, you know, hiding messages within music and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Okay. So, like, the when the when the Pussycats like start getting popular and start like, you know, gets fancy hotel rooms and things like that. Like, one of the girls will have a hotel room that's all Target themed because it's like this hotel was like sponsored by Target, and then like the other girl will have a McDonald's bathroom, and like there's product placement all over because that's like the point of the movie. But like, it's done so well that you don't really even think about it because it's just part of the film and like part of the set so i'm just saying there's a there are good ways to do it and riddell doesn't know how so maybe they should look at their at their distant distant cousin josie and the pussycats from the early aughts okay i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to watch that film now It, it you're talking about the one with like rachel lee cook and tara reed that one mm-hmm. oh yeah it just always it's a good movie stupid so i just never watched it I mean, it's not like deep. It's not like Mona Lisa's smile or something. Oh, Jesus, it's a funny. I hated that movie too. Uh, well, I I actually don't know that movie, but it <laughs> seems like I'd like. It seems like one of those. It's not like gonna be up for an Academy Award or whatever, but it's like a fun, funny movie. Oh, okay. It's probably not necessarily held up necessarily well oh. either, but it like has that like. I don't know. Early aughts 
girl movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. The movies that I never watched as a kid. That tracks. <laughs> that tracks for you. Um, One other thing that I noticed, which I'm sure, mm-hmm. like, y- you had to have, like, not been watching to, to notice. British guy is back. His name mm-hmm. is Percival. And mm-hmm. he says, I'm not here to cause trouble. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, I feel like there's something that's been mentioned about his family before that I do not remember, but has definitely been talked about just in the way that, like, they conversed about him and his family. Yeah, and Alice was like, wait, Pickens, don't you, aren't you related to the blah, 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 blah? Yeah. And he was like, yes, but don't let my ancestry, like like put you off like that's not who i yeah. am yeah um, it's in like the lore somewhere but i don't rem- i don't remember I anything about sure it i'm sure we will find out very soon yeah and i'm sure whatever we need to know they'll tell us again and they're gonna give us so many plot holes it's gonna be great <laughs> something i forgot to mention earlier was um the the message that hiram left veronica mm. on a tape on a cassette mm-hmm. tape. So yes. he is about to be murdered. Um, yes, and, in, and he knows. And he knows. And instead of pulling out his phone to record a voice memo, which he could have just texted to her, he goes and acquires somehow a blank tape. No, he's got them on Oh, him. he's got them on him? Okay, cool. He puts it I'm in sure. a tape recorder and records that message Mm-hmm. for Veronica to listen to later. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Just wanted to clarify that um, we did that on a tape recorder and not on our <laughs> cell phone. And uh, it just sounds like if you're about to die, that's a very time-consuming activity to do. And I feel mm-hmm. like that was a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the only... The tape is the only thing... Like, because... If the ta- if the whole episode happened, the funeral and everything like that happened, and there wasn't that tape and the montage that went behind the tape, mm-hmm. I would have I would still be sitting here very vehemently saying he is not dead. Like I would be way more annoying about it. But because we had the tape, because we had the montage, I was like, okay, probably dead. But um, but yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Well, I have my baby Anthony counter, but I feel like this should be the last thing. So what notes do you yeah. have? Oh, I have, um, nothing. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Wonderful. I wrote, I wrote, nice, Alice, and I don't know why. Oh, oh, I, re- I remember why. Because she fucking comes into the house with the dog and then just leaves and doesn't, like, have any concern for Archie at all. Just like, what a bitch. Oh my gosh. Like she, she, well, she probably would have just like gotten herself killed. So it's probably good at the end of the day, but I just thought that was so funny. Um, But yeah. And also that, I mean, I kind of mentioned it before, but like the witching hour is now basically canon. Mm. Mm -hmm. But like. Without Sabrina. Not canon. Yeah. Basically canon now, which is interesting, (laughs) I guess. Um, But yeah, it it all comes back around to that like gas leak. (laughs) What's happening? Something, yeah, like something's off. Something is something's, off. Yeah, something's weird. And that's but, the thing. I don't think we're really at the point where Riverdale's like, "Cool, we're going to acknowledge supernatural stuff." I don't think so. There's something else going that's, on. That's the thing. It's like, are we in another alternate universe? Are we not back in like real Riverdale still? Which seems, which doesn't make any sense to me, and doesn't seem like that's what it is. It, I'm just curious to see. If this is ever, like, actually addressed, and not just in a way of, like, oh, cool, we have superpowers now, but, like, in a way of, like, what the fuck is happening? Right. Right. Like, so, okay, another CW show that um, I enjoy is Nancy Drew. They Mm -hmm. have established that supernatural stuff happens, and everybody knows about it. Yeah. This doesn't feel like that. No. So... I think, again, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. To conclude this week's episode, 
Our baby Anthony counter. Do you want to have a guess at how many baby Anthony's were in this episode? I don't think it was a lot. I feel like it was like one. It's more than last episode. Oh, was last episode three? Last episode was one. You said oh, you thought it was five. Was I said three. Though. You said five. Oh, oh. And I was like, oh, okay, shit. calm down. So maybe it's two. Yes, it is two. Okay. Two baby Anthony's mentioned this episode, which brings our total for 2022 Over time. Uh, mm-hmm. to three. We have had three nice. baby Anthony's. Wow. And I hate that. I hate <laughs> it so much. Oh, man. Oh, man, indeed. Well. All right. Well, friends, we are going to love you and leave you. Hopefully, we come back next time with a more optimistic outlook. <laughs> Maybe just hopefully a better episode of, of the show. Yeah. I think now that we've gotten those, like, big things out of the way, like Hiram and the introducing of the new characters and BTK, I think we can now move forward and, like, actually get this season going because... Yeah. I don't want to be dragged along again. God, that was that was hard. <laughs> oh, it always is. <laughs> All right, friends, we'll catch you next time. No, no, what? What would Betty do? <gasps> I was waiting to see if you were gonna ask. I have betrayed you <laughs> and our listeners no. and the whole structure of this podcast. I mean, I think that just means that you have to do it this time because I got do? to ask. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. all right. So ask me again, Jess. Yes. What <laughs> What would Betty do? Yeah, I love that we've become Sally girls, but I'm going to stop because I'm sure why. we just lost all of our <laughs> listeners. Um, okay, she would put her boyfriend's hand in like a vice and try and like grind it shut, and he'd be like, mm-hmm. "Whoa." She'd watch her boyfriend eat some Cool Ranch Doritos. Um, She would get handcuffed to a couch at the FBI headquarters in Riverdale and have her face stroked by her ex-boyfriend's severed hand. Um, Mm -hmm. She would hunt down TBK. And then when his identity is revealed, basically bail on town only to come back again. Yeah. That was it. I don't think we should do what Betty does this episode. No, I would not do the things that she did. Yeah. I would not. Zero out of ten, do not recommend. Zero out of ten, do not recommend. And the biggest zero on that is just dating Archie in general. <laughs> yeah. we got to get her back with Jughead and then things can get back on track again. God. Or even just, like, take a minute. Yeah, just take a minute. Be on Work your... on herself. Some self-reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. But. All right. Anyway. Now is it officially time to finish off? Yes. Okay. Yes. On that note, we'll catch you next week for another episode of Betty Squared. Bye. Bye. Like, oh my god. Bye.